Welcome to the FemiPod. These are conversations about females for everyone to listen to, learn from and engage with. Brought to you by your Femi founders, Esther Kewen and myself, Lydia O'Donnell. We are so excited to start Femi Podcast. There are a lot of conversations to come, but before we jump into why we started the Femi Podcast, we just want you guys to learn a little bit more about us. Myself, I am from New Zealand. Um, I grew up in a little town called Tauranga. Um, I started running at a pretty young age. I actually started athletics when I was about seven or eight years old. Um, I was one of those children who just wanted to do everything. I tried every single sport, um, but running was definitely the one that stuck with me. I I actually took um, dancing pretty seriously for about 10 years and kind of had the dreams of growing up to be a professional ballerina. But if you know me now and you've seen my flexibility, you would be really questioning that hope and dream. (laughs) Um, I stopped dancing when I was probably about 14 years old um, and really just started concentrating a lot more on athletics and running back then. Um, I had an incredible female coach when I was at high school. She really just drove the idea of wanting to run for fun and and the passion for running was the most important thing at that age. And I really thank her for kind of the reason why I run and still run now and still really love it. She really instilled in me why it was so important to just go out and enjoy running. It wasn't about the medals or the accolades at all. And so I think um, by growing up and like believing that I still, you know, that is still my priority to the state and make sure that I am having fun and, and, and that's my priority to run. So um, as I got a little bit older in, in my later teenage years, I definitely fell off the bandwagon of running. I think as many young teenage girls do kind of lost myself for a wee while and stepped away from running for a little bit. And I think going through that experience definitely taught me around how important it was to have some sort of purpose and how much running and sport could drive that purpose for me in my life and um, going through a few mental health struggles in my late teens definitely took me to a place where I needed sport and I needed that direction and and running got me back on the right pathway so that at 19 years old I started running again and I think it was within about a year of being back training I won my first national title as a junior and I think that really allowed me to see what the potential that I had as an athlete um, and it made me realize that if I did the work and put the effort in how far I really could go with with running and with athletics and I I think from there I just I had these big dreams about running on the world stage I made my first New Zealand team when I was about 20 years old um, and then just continued to run ever since I think I got picked up by Nike when I was about 20 as well, which was, again, like a really big um, moment for me. I think that really allowed me to um, be surrounded by such inspiring athletes. And it made me want to be one of those athletes and work harder and and train harder to get there. So all through my 20s, I just ran and ran and ran and and, um, had dreams of making teams. And I did make a few New Zealand teams throughout that time. And I'm still competing today. I, I I'm definitely concentrating more on the longer distances now. I stepped into my first marathon about four years or five years ago now and um, realized that the marathon was definitely the distance that I prefer the most, probably because it's the most challenging and who doesn't love a great challenge. Uh, And throughout that time, I I was able to fall into a position where I was also um, not only competing, but also coaching other athletes athletes as well. I 
um, took up a coaching role at a high school back in New Zealand and, and was the head coach at that high school for about five years where I worked with young teenage girls and encouraged them to move and to do sport as well. I think through that role, it didn't just teach me how to actually coach athletes. It showed me the responsibility that I had to inspire and educate young girls around how important movement and sport is for them as well. So um, throughout that time at that high school, I just absolutely fell in love with coaching um, and the role that coaching played in so many people's lives. And yeah, my coaching job, I guess, has just expanded even more and um, taking on the Nike Run Club head coach role here in Australia has just been a whole other amazing experience for me to work with a variety of athletes all the way from beginner runners all the way up to, you know, those who are trying to crack three-hour marathons. So um, I've just had such an um, incredible journey and experience through coaching, and it's something that I have a huge passion for. And I guess that's kind of what led us to launching Femi, which we'll get into soon. But I'll, I'll hand it over to you, Esther. Cool. Thanks, Lids. Um, it's funny how different our stories are, especially from a young age, but now we're sort of uh, joined forces um, and are at quite a similar place in life, I think. But yeah, so my journey started similar. I used to run in primary school and I used to do quite well. And my dad thought maybe I should join the athletics club. So at about, I think maybe even under 10, I joined the club. But then after that, at about 13, I refused to train properly. And dad took me to this running race, um, the Colgate Games, which is like a nationals for um, juniors in New Zealand. And I was like, oh, I'm still going to win. Like, I don't need to train. And dad was like, hmm, I think these girls will train you still. Like, you probably need to start training. And I got caned and I came last. And I was like, oh, okay, maybe I do need to train. So that sort of started my journey at um, of getting into running properly. Um, my high school years were different to Lydia's. I think, Lids, you were really lucky that you had such a good coach um, who instilled those values. I was the opposite. So I had some coaches along the way that pushed me really really hard and I was running way too many kilometers for a young girl um I was putting all this pressure on myself because I was being successful so I was winning national titles and I qualified to um, represent New Zealand at world juniors and world youths and um, I won the world secondary school cross-country champs when I was young so I had all this pressure um, from different angles coaches that didn't really understand a young female. So I was working with some older males who didn't um, potentially have the right knowledge around fostering a young athlete, especially a female athlete who has um, has to go through puberty and um, start to work with a menstrual cycle. But obviously um, all of that pressure got to me and I started to restrict like my eating and I was really competitive and wanted to win everything because that's what I got I was proud of and that's what my success meant to me was to win and um, I felt proud of myself when I won because everyone around me was proud of me so that sort of led to like a bit of a complex I think and um, when I started to put on weight and become a woman and got my period I was like no 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 I need to stay lean and fast and so I started to change my eating habits and um, went down a pretty bad phase where I was like yeah pretty anorexic for about a year in total and then um, one day my mum sat me down and she said drink this Milo with milk and I said I refuse to do it and she was like that's it until you see a nutritionist and sort things out you're not allowed to keep running um, so over about a year I started to see a nutritionist and, and change um, my eating but I was yeah severely underweight and had lost my menstrual cycle um, 
and yeah, was struggling a lot mentally as well. So after that, there was continued battle um, to get back to where I used to be. And I never really got back to where I used to be. I think the mental stress of it all um, kind of pushed me to the point where I gave up running at about 18, um, 17 to 18. Um, And then I went down a party phase. So (laughs) got into some um, not so smart things like uh, drinking and doing stupid things. So um, I was kind of going from a successful junior athlete into the complete opposite. Um, So that lasted for about two years. And um, then again, my family sat me down and sort of talked me around and said, what are you doing with your life? And I um, decided to do a personal training course. I started with that and then um, enrolled in uni and did a business degree as well. Um, But I think the personal training course for me has led to a lot because I got to... um, reconnect with Lydia and she reached out to me and said, do you want to potentially work for Nike um, with Nike training club? So I got into that and did some amazing things with Nike and got to travel around the world and take awesome classes with like 250 people, which thinking back now is actually insane, (laughs) pretty scary, but it was so cool. Um, And yeah. And then from there, I just got back into running as well. And I've had chances to represent New Zealand Um, and some really cool events, um, and won a few national medals as well. Um, but yeah, for me running now, it has definitely taken a different path. Like from when I was a junior, I used to be success driven and, um, find I used to only value myself when I was winning or, um, being in the top. So it's been a different journey for me now coming to peace with the fact that maybe I won't be at the top, but I'm loving running and what it does for my mental health and, um, that sort of led me obviously with lids, um, to create Femi because we've both had such different journeys. Um, mine has basically created who I want to be now and who I want to help. So I want to help young girls and all girls, um, and females to not go through what I went through. And then also if they are going through that, um, how to get out to the other side and find that balance with running, um, and finding that love for running, that's a really healthy love and that you do it for your mind and for physical benefits, but you're not obsessed with winning and obsessed with um, success. It's more the joy that it brings to you. So, Yeah, amazing. And I think um, just understanding like why we launched Femi, I mean, you touched on it, but there's so many reasons to why we wanted to launch Femi. And I think a lot of it came from the frustration that both of us have felt over the last few years, understanding and realizing the lack of research and lack of understanding and lack of education um, that there is out there around female physiology and how our female bodies are working compared to men. And I think um, by doing a lot of that research on our own backs after our own hormonal issues, I I know Esther and I, I've both suffered from red S, which is relative energy deficiency syndrome in sport, which is something that we will definitely touch on a lot more throughout this podcast. Um, but us both having hormonal issues and trying to figure out like, why those hormonal issues are happening and how we can actually benefit from those hormonal fluctuations that happen throughout our menstrual cycle has definitely allowed us to become better athletes and better females and feel more empowered within our bodies. But we really wanted to spread that knowledge to other females as well. I think um, there was a level of frustration, hey, yes, about like, why does no one else know this information and why is it so like um, badly understood, especially in the sporting arena? So Femi definitely was brought about so we could spread that knowledge and education, inspire other females to feel that empowerment within themselves. 
for sure. And it was like for so long thought that having a period was a bad thing. You know, like when I was young, um, I had coaches say to me that it's, it means you're training hard enough and that you're lean enough if you've lost your cycle. And it's just the complete opposite. Um, which we know now, which is amazing, but we want to spread that word and that, yeah, we can use our menstrual cycles to enhance our training, um, listen to our bodies at the right time and um, yeah, use those hormonal fluctuations to our benefit. But yeah, it's crazy how much it has changed. And I think it's going to change even more as more and more money and research goes into females. Um, We've been ignored for way too long. I know that there's a lot of variability that comes with the menstrual cycle in research and obviously there's all the different types of contraception alongside it which need to be factored in but there's no excuse for um, females half of the world to be left out of medical science Um, so it's really cool to see that changing and hopefully we can learn so much more and spread the word um, uh, with even more knowledge behind what we're doing um, in the near future. Yeah, it's crazy. I was exactly the same. Like I thought losing my period was a really good thing. And I thought that having a period was not, I thought as an athlete growing up with a period was just going to set me back and, you know, and not allow me to perform well. And if I was on my period when I was racing, it was going to be the worst thing ever. There were so many negative connotations around our menstrual cycles and our periods. And now understanding that, you know, having a period is actually a really good thing, um, using it as a key vital sign, whether to know whether we're healthy or not. There's so many benefits in having a really healthy menstrual cycle. And in saying that, I know that not, you know, a lot of us don't have healthy menstrual cycles and there are, you know, medical issues that a lot of us are suffering, which is really unfortunate. But I think through spreading um, education and getting our experts involved, we're going to be able to hopefully change the idea around how we can create a more healthy balance between our hormones and and use those hormonal fluctuations to our benefits. So I think... um, it's really, I think it's really important for you to understand like how we work with our athletes and, and um, how Esther and myself and our other female coaches are working specifically with females around their menstrual cycles. So we are a running coaching company. We do coach all females to their menstrual cycles. So we take all those hormonal fluctuations that go on throughout the menstrual cycle um, and adapt our tra- their training depending on where they are at. So we know, you know, when they are in a low hormone phase, um, we can push them a little bit harder when they're in a high hormone phase we need to pull back the intensity we're definitely going to go into a lot more in-depth explanations around those different phases and how you can adapt your training to them throughout this podcast so definitely stay tuned for that but at Femi it's all about embracing the female body and making sure that every female feels really empowered in what they're doing I guess for us, it's running as the start. And I think that's kind of why we wanted to start this podcast and, and reach more people is running. We obviously is something that we live and breathe and something we're really passionate about, but we understand that not every female loves running. I mean, our dream is to allow every female to get involved and love running over time. But um, we know right now it's not realistic and not everybody does love it and, and running is hard we're not going to lie it is hard um but it does just take time to get into it but i think um we know that the way that we train and through the femi theory it's um an important way that all females can train and feel better within themselves right yes yeah for sure like we have women who have never run before joining femi and women that are you know trying to bake 40 minutes for a 10k so there's a huge variety in the group and um for us, it's just building each woman up individually 
based on where she's at and her goals. But we understand that every female is different. Like we do have some women who are on the OCP and, and we know that their cycle is flatlined. Um, so they don't have the same hormonal fluctuations, but we still train them in a holistic way um, where we don't push them too hard and do too much hit, which we know has been proven to be um, not as beneficial for women as it is for men. So there are certain elements of our um, of our training that cater to every single female. Um, but yeah, we're just obviously growing and expanding and um, we want women to find that passion for running. It, running is really hard, like Lid said, especially that first sort of, if you're, if you're new to it, that first six months is, is tough. But I think um, there's a saying that says you've never, let, you've never run unless you get to the point you forget you're running. So like when you get into that state where you find you actually feel so good on, on day I don't know, day X out of how many days you get that day where you just feel unbelievable and you're in this flow state and you forget you're running. And I think that's what all runners love the most about running is being in that zone where it's just like effortless and amazing, but it takes hard work and it takes, um, yeah, commitment to get there. But at Femi, we want to build each woman up slowly and safely, um, taking into consideration, yeah, where they are in their their menstrual cycle or if they don't have one um but getting you to that point where you can find the love for running um and yeah find the benefits alongside just the physical but also the mental and everything involved I love that is yeah for us running is so much more than yeah just being physically fit and winning medals and making teams and you know achieving times I think um what running does for our mental health and how running makes us feel you know as confident females that's the most powerful piece I think of running so we're just really excited to spread that with everybody um what we don't want to claim is that we are medical experts we are not the medical experts in this field we are just coaches and passionate runners who want to help other women so we do have a medical team involved with Femi which is really exciting for us to have the professionals step in when we need to so we at this stage we do have an endocrinologist we have a dietitian and a physiotherapist who are all very experienced and knowledgeable with working with females and around female health so we are really excited to introduce those females to you and bring them into the podcast and have them spread their knowledge as well throughout the next we were while we're getting this podcast off the ground. So we're pretty excited to bring those incredible women to you. I think um, through movement and sport, like we said, running is definitely our our voice and um, the way we try to encourage females to move. But we know like every female wants to move in a different way and every female feels um, amazing doing different things. So I think um, we just want to encourage females to move in a way that feels right for them and feel that empowerment through their own bodies and and focus on what your bodies can do versus what they look like or um even in terms of running like it's it's not necessarily about how fast you are it's it's how good you feel within yourself um and achieving your own results for sure and touching on that like obviously the the um purpose of the podcast as well is like we really want to educate um educate people on and this is everyone so males females yeah, everyone in the world on how to best coach um, a female to their physiology because for so long it hasn't been done well. So, yeah, we want to educate um, and spread the knowledge that we've gained and and through our experts and through people that we'll bring onto the podcast and interview. We're going to get pretty deep into all that stuff and it's going to be awesome. 
yeah, we have some pretty exciting things coming up with Femi. I think um, you should all stay tuned for over the next few months. We're going to be launching some pretty exciting ways that we can spread their education to not only coaches, but anyone that wants to um, understand how to work with females and female athletes better. So stay tuned on that. We are really excited for it. Um, the first couple of episodes we're going to launch is just going to be between Esther and I. Next week, we're going to jump into a little bit more of a conversation around our own hormonal journeys and how we've kind of got to where we are today. And then from there on out, we're going to have a guest on the, uh, the Femi podcast every second week. So every first week, you will be able to listen to just Esther and I talking about a specific topic. And every second week, we're going to be having a guest on and we will be interviewing that guest. So hopefully, there'll be a variety of conversations happening, like we said we're going to be concentrating on female health and female hormones um, and like specifically around female athletes but these conversations could go much further beyond kind of those three pillars so stay tuned thank you for tuning in for our first episode we are excited to bring you more knowledge education and inspiration around female athletes